Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello there, Chris. Hello, how are you? It's uh, it's been quite a while. Well, not since we spoke, but yes. Well, no, we, we speak all the time. Listening. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I speak to you more often than I speak to my wife, but you know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Hope not. Uh, hello, listeners. Welcome to the world's number one geospatial podcast for all your geospatial needs and wants. Yeah, I think that about covers it. Um, yeah, you you think of it by location and uh, we deliver it by audio. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those things, isn't it? This this podcast is a little bit hard to define. We loosely base it around location technology and GIS and spatial stuff, but um, a lot of it's waffle. <laughs> it's not waffle. It's insights, Chris. Oh, insights, oh, waffle and insights. I often get them confused. Um. Yeah. But sure. I mean, good waffle. I mean, not just like you know. I don't mean to criticise our own podcast by <laughs> suggesting it's waffly. I mean, the waffle is part of its charm. It's 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 raison d'etre, uh, if you like. You know, it's well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 waffle with the whipped cream and the chocolate sauce with the cherry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's professional waffle. I mean, it, you know, yeah. To, to sound this bad takes a lot of effort. I mean, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's it's it's, it's prof- waffle, yeah. Waff, waffle cone. You pay an extra few bucks for it. Ah, oh, totally the right. You know. Store. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And and you know, it's not. It's a fresh waffle waffle cone. It's not one of those ones that's been sitting around since last season. You know, it's, yeah, they're, um, it's they're a bit bad. It's good, good quality uh, waffle, I think. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, shall we just disclaim before we get any worse that um, the uh, views and opinions expressed on this podcast are ours only and nothing to do with people we work with or work for? And, how uh, could that? How could that be anything else? You know. <laughs> It's 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 clearly our opinions. Well, yeah, you'd think so. I mean, if people were writing the things we're saying, you'd have to worry. You would. Totally. Maybe if you're writing for The Onion, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Mark, what have you been up to? Uh, back on the bike, Chris. Um, you, you had a little accident, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was off, off, off the bike for a while, and then um, then the weather turned a little, little bit rubbish. Um, so yeah, couldn't really get on the bike, uh, but I've been back and, uh, yeah, shredding the trails as they say in, in mountain bike lingo. I've been, uh, sending it over some gap jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's going pretty well, pretty well. And yourself, Chris, or your dog, as, as we all actually, you know, that's what we really care about. I mean, he's doing well. He's digging holes in my lawn, which is uh, I haven't quite solved yet. Which uh, sign of boredom? Well, yeah, maybe. But I mean, he's got plenty to do. He goes for walks. He, you know, he, he's got stuff to do, man. You have to start taking him to the office. Yeah, I do need to do that. Maybe I'll do that on the last day of work. We had a um. Oh well, you weren't invited, but at, at work, Chris, we had a we had a bit of a designing thinking session. And we started with a good game of yes and, uh, and one of the questions was, we need an office dog. Um, and everyone thought it was a good idea. Yes, and I've got one. Well, yes, and you need to bring it to work. I just don't think he would. Uh... There's, there's a few people in the office who'll um, 
Maybe, maybe I'll do them half day, half day in the office. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, um, my dog uh, is wonderfully is. Uh, he he's got no map reading capability. In fact, from a geospatial perspective, he's relatively uh, lacking in in capability. And whilst undoubtedly the cutest dog in the world um, and the most intelligent. Oh no, he's definitely not that. Uh, people haven't come here to listen, to, you know, to stories about my dog. No, oh, no, but. I don't know. It's more interesting than other things that are happening. Well, it's fair to say that uh, due to COVID, it's been it's been weird, hasn't it? Like, it has you know. been a weird year. And we 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 in New Zealand, you know, people listen to this podcast all over the world. You know, here in New Zealand, we've kind of got on top of COVID, right? You know, there's a few well, cases, you, you, but they're all imported. You stay from... on top of. Basically, we've just shut it out. It's 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 like there's a zombie apocalypse, and we've just you know. Shut ourselves into a little bubble. To be fair, that's kind of New Zealand most of the time. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? You know, we, 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 you know, life continues relatively normally in New Zealand. Yes. You know, we, we can't yes, travel yes. abroad, I admit, and we're missing tourists uh, as well. But other than that, right, you know, we're free to walk around. Uh, yeah, you we know, can have uh, rugby games and socialize. Yeah, you know, um, and we know the rest of the world is not like that. Uh, and it's uh, it's a funny old thing that uh, you know um, my uh, parents back in the UK and my family back in the UK having quite a hard time of it at the moment. Oh um, well, yeah, the second second round. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Do you think do you think Boris can blame uh, COVID for delays in the EU departure talks? No, no, no. I I, I think that's purely his own failing. <laughs> Uh, and that of the UK government. But, you know, hey, um, yes, it's the UK. I mean, Germany's going to be locked down for Christmas. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, it um, is snowing, though. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's not like New Zealand where everyone's going, got to get out. It's sunny. Yeah, it's been a beautiful day. Eh? Anyway, but, you know, the, yeah. the US, pretty pretty poor. Um, you know, it's uh, scary kind of watching that from here. Yeah, I mean, I did see um, someone comment that if you're... If you compare COVID to zombie apocalypse, um, there are some countries that are just going to fall fall apart. <laughs> that uh, yeah, you know, they're not going to survive it. Are we no, one of those? Or do, no, do we... no, we will survive it because it's that old, old thing. How do you, uh, how do you uh, save yourself from the from the zombie apocalypse? And that's get on a cruise ship, isolate yeah. yourself. Mm. Yeah, well, we've definitely done the isolation yeah. part. Yeah, we've done the isolation. Other countries. You know, it doesn't matter what sort of prepper you are. I think um, <laughs> zombies going to get you. It's yeah, terrible. It is, but but I mean, in the happy news, Chris, this is the Christmas podcast. Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Woo. Uh, yes, our tree is up. Our decorations are set. Indeed. Yeah, as are ours. Yeah. The office is, uh, yes, yeah, sparkly with tinsel and lights and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. Have you been listening to the uh, Christmas carols? Do you know I haven't? I don't. Uh, I because I grew up in the UK where it gradually gets darker and colder um, before Christmas. Uh, my internal Christmas body clock doesn't work in New Zealand. It literally doesn't understand the fact that it's warmer and sunnier the closer we get to Christmas. And so, um, yeah, no, for me this is weird. It's not Christmas. Oh, okay, but. But it's been past December first, so you can definitely play Christmas carols. We've played law. a few, but you know, no Christmas carols before December first. That's the law in New Zealand. Did you know that? 
That's not true. Uh, I think it is. I think um, no, it's November the first. As- November the first. November the first. I heard my first Christmas carol on November the first as I walked through a local uh, shopping mall. Ah. Mm. Surely not before Halloween that we don't celebrate, but somehow sell goods for. I don't know. It's definitely Christmas, Chris. Yeah, Carol. Oh, well, you should have reported them to the uh, Carol Police. <laughs> uh, but yes, happy Christmas, listeners. Uh, whatever, whatever this year has has brought you, we're hoping next year will bring you more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. Totally. Um, and also, may your Christmas presents be better than what I got last year, which I suspect I'm going to get again this year. Uh, Socks. Uh, and a towel. <sighs> so lucky. But you are a man of a certain age where um, socks and towel are kind of, you know. Wow, well, no, I'm still of that certain age. You could just give me money and I'd be happy. Yeah. You know, there's always bits to buy for the mountain bike. People clearly think you need more socks. Uh, yeah, it turns out socks aren't that expensive. Well, all that exciting. Yeah, My kids get me socks every birthday present do they yeah and but they go for like you know socks in a can or socks with an amusing you know thing on it <laughs> on them uh, and how's your sock collection going that's all right you know <laughs> socks yeah and what about you chris what are you hoping for from from the the big red guy uh I am a man of very few wants or needs, to be fair. I, you know, um, it'll be a surprise, whatever it is. <laughs> a surprise and yet a disappointment. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, it's a certain age where the kids find it more exciting, although mine are growing out of it, being super excited. It's, it's quite good. Yours are probably still in the I want 100 things. Nah, this year we're going well, you know. COVID, we're being practical. <laughs> Only getting face masks and hand sanitizer. Uh, life jacket. Ah, that is pretty dull. Yeah, you know, and you know, but hey, if you want to have fun on a biscuit, you've got to wear a life jacket. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, we're talking of excitement and merriment. Shall we get onto the news? Oh, I think we should. Spatial news. And spatial news. Wrong button there. Yeah, out of practice, Mark. Out of practice. Uh, Well, Esri, you know, they like to give this time of year. And it turns out they're giving everyone free name Jesus. Is that true? No. Oh. Well, I mean, Rita name Jesus are free anyway. Well, yep, true. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, they've... You could say they've been generous since the beginning of the year, but um, what they are giving us, Chris, is a new release of ArcGIS field maps. Well, it's it's new release season, isn't it? You know, there've been a whole bunch of uh, you know upgrades and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'm sure that uh, our, our dear listeners have already looked at those kind of things and are excited in their own little way. Um, but we thought we'd just pick out the you know the the, the Kind of most interesting thing we thought, at least, was um, well, it, it's it, it's giveth with one hand and taketh away with the other hand, right? <laughs> sure. 
Um, so we have, uh, you know, what's new in ArcGIS Field Maps, December 2020 edition. Uh, and there's some new stuff, you know, in Field Maps, right? Yeah, I, it's, it's so incremental. Um, but, yeah, I mean... What, what can you what can you do, Chris? Uh, well, I think you know. Let, let's take the, the highlights, right? So you can start tracking from your Apple Watch. Woohoo! I don't have an Apple Watch. No, okay. A link, or even by using Google Assistant. Hey Google, track me. <laughs> I already am. Oh, are you? Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, and then there's also dark mode. Which, hey, I mean, if you haven't got dark mode, you're not software, are you? Really? I'm just. So grateful that you know my eyes no longer have to strain in white white mode. This is dark mode, mode support for iOS devices. I don't know if that means that Android already has dark mode or doesn't have dark mode as yet. Uh, but you know, yeah. I yeah, it's got somewhere to go. I think. Well, uh, you know, I like it. It's kind of it does its job, doesn't it? It kind of brings things together. We've kind of been. You know, um, waiting. Well, you know, it's it, well, it's it's the standard issue thing, isn't it? The thing slowly gets more capable over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's got date pickers. That's super convenient. <laughs> hint text. I mean, that's super convenient as well. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like good hint text cluttering yep. up your, your UI on a minimized um, form. Um, but what mark? What mark is being taken away? Well, as you say, what's the uh, this? What's new in field maps is uh, December the ninth, twenty twenty. Uh, but they pre pre what do you call it? Preloaded it with a bit of sad news that there's a deprecation notice for explorer, collector, and tracker. Yeah, just when you were trying to find a use for tracker, they've deprecated it well i I, def- I feel quite sorry for tracker actually because he, he you know or he or she uh they they uh yeah have uh, it's only been around for a little while um well in fairness it's been around for a long time um but yeah it's kind of released out because it's all the um ah uh, what do you call it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's been kind of around for ages and then they released it on the mobile Oh, I see. And then they killed it. So we basically have to say uh, sayonara to um, explorer, collector, and tracker. Um, All will be retired in December 2021. So they've got just a a year, you know, to to kind of say their goodbyes, um, collect some things, uh, you know, explore a little further. Um, Yeah. Um, So, I mean, they, they have a good point. Having one app to install, sign into, and use <laughs> makes the life of Mabel Worker much better. Like, yes, yes, it does. Mm. Um, the next I'll be saying, having, well, having one app that actually works is excellent for the field worker. Although you still, you, you're still going to be using Survey One Two Three, maybe. Well, you, you are. I mean, Survey One Two Three really is the go-to tool, and you know, for surveys. Well, collector kind of. It does what it says on the box, but if you want a bit more, you go to Survey123. Um, yeah, and don't forget, there's still ArcGIS Quick Capture. Of course. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, yep. we don't want to clutter up the, 
No, but if we want to collect something quickly, Mark, you know? What you need is some sort of quick capture device or app. There you go. You've got it. You've got it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I think we've, uh, we say yay to feel, uh, to the, 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 um, the field app and, um, yeah, bye to the others. Yeah, um, they do talk about how soon should you move on, and they're saying, Ezra's saying, well, as soon as possible. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably not a bad idea. I think I've read a few posts, um, but I think the switch between collector and um, the field app is pretty painless. <clears throat> as in, you have to redo all your apps anyway? No, 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 no. I think it, it, it's got almost like automated. Um, ah, there's a migrate to ArcGIS firmware blog yeah. post. That kind of thing. Yeah. It says uninstall. Then it says um, flash your device. It so doesn't say that. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, refer to disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, Mark. Press All that right. button. Spatial news. Ah, Chris. Yes. Uh, it's all about accessibility nowadays. Well, it, it is for many reasons, but um, uh, oh, I like that. Sorry, Touch Mapper 3D printed tactile map in use. That's quite cool. Um, well, it it's a problem if you're able-bodied. You don't really. Uh, well, you can usually once you go navigate life's geographical uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not able-bodied, then life is a lot more complicated. And we've all seen those um, horrific, horrific uh, wheelchair ramps. It's sort of like at a 45-degree angle. And you're kind of going, I wouldn't take that on my bike, let alone a wheelchair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so OpenStreetMap have um, done something about it in their open kind of way. Yeah. So they are... Uh, really trying to uh, make sure that they are uh, collecting uh, as much uh, information as possible around um, around accessibility, so looking for ramps and, and uh, other uh, accessible options, um, and getting people to collect that information and then embed it within uh, OpenStreetMap. Yeah, and um, something called WheelMap. Yeah. Which is quite a cool tag. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this. The um, you know we've all contributed data to OpenStreetMap um, from our perspective, but you know, going a little bit further and going, Ooh. how 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 much more data could I cut? How could I make uh, OpenStreetMap even more usable? And uh, you know, the more we put into OpenStreetMap, the better the world's going to be. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, as you say, there is that cool uh, 3D map projected map. I do, I do, I'd love to see that in action to actually know if it's worthwhile. Because how do you know that the square thing is you're looking for is actually a building? Um, yeah. Yes, I don't know, um, but <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I like that concept of being able to. Uh, was it enter a search, uh, enter address, click search, click create tactile map, uh, click print, or um, order the map? I mean, it's pretty simple stuff. Um, be great, yeah, great to actually try it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what we're saying there, if you've got a little bit of time, if you're feeling like being a bit generous, if um, 
you're not locked down or even if you're you know locked down within two kilometers of your house perhaps you could uh, go capture some data for OpenStreetMap. yeah and um, a little bit for christmas right yeah make the world a more accessible place spatial news and speaking of accessible chris Yes, indeed. Our uh, friends at here and our friends at um, HEMA uh, Maps in Australia, um, they are helping to develop, uh, well, HEMA have been uh, known for quite a while for developing maps to help 4 by 4 adventurers. And um, they're now being supported by additional uh, mapping capability from um, here. Yeah, so we know Australia basically is just one big wasteland. Mm. Um it was. It, I think it was actually built just for the four by four industry. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the place where um, God put all the animals he he made mistakes with. Oops. <laughs> You're a bit too poisonous for this world. Go here. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be. Um. So yeah, so Hema, and here, uh, have uh, created more more data. Put more uh, more off roading into the map. Yeah, because I mean, as you say, once you get into the uh, the interior of Australia, there's kind of you know nothing. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I, I was I was going to say bugger all there, and I thought better of it because I wanted to be um, slightly politer. But I'm, I'm going to go there. You know, there's, there's not exactly a whole heap of stuff going on, right? Um, and so um, obviously the infrastructure is uh, pretty poor, and uh, you know you need a four by four to get around. Um, but also, I think you know, but because of the the lack of, well, what should we call it, maintained infrastructure to some extent, you know, it's not map mapped as well as it could be. Yeah, and also with international travel being so restricted, um, this is a chance for you to get into your little Rav Four and go mm. four wheel driving, Chris. I don't think you you're going to um, cross. Well, I, I well, yeah, I doubt you cross the outback in a Rav Four. Oh, it's a Toyota. I think you could. I, I, I think you shouldn't take it off road. <laughs> well, um, sure. I think yeah. that should be our next adventure, Mark. Oh. Crossing, crossing Australia in Rav Four. You up for it? Well, I think, I think you know, it'd be like we, uh, one of us would come back alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't gonna be you, Chris. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. One of us may have had an accident somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, if if, if listeners are keen to uh, to make that happen, uh, send in your suggestions. Um, so w- this is here. Maps now have HEMA data. Well, the HEMA four by four Explorer map um, is oh, uh, is the thing here. that's kind of been created. I think. What well, oh, so there, there's a um, HEMA Explorer for North America as well. I guess. Well, there is, um, but. Um, uh, I do wonder if um, here have put their traffic data onto the HEMA map and say, careful, you know, one vehicle every day. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you look both ways before you cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the reason I quite like this story is if, if you are from, you know, the UK or, you know, parts of the, you know, uh, urban parts of the state, so to speak, um, just having a look at the article and looking at some of the imagery uh, of the outback is quite impressing, uh, quite impressive. Um, Did he say depressing? No, I said a word that doesn't actually exist in the English oh. dictionary. It's only depressing once you have to drive through it for five hours. 
Like when you first, and that's to... just to get to the corner shop, right? Yes, <laughs> it's a bit like um, I know Varda and, and around there. You, you're sort of going, "Wow, this is just amazing landscape." Then you realise it hasn't changed for hours. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, get out and explore Australia. Spatial news and Christmas, Chris. Just around the corner. It is literally days away. Days. Although you could say that on January 1st, to be fair. Yeah, you could. It's, it's always days away. Um, but, Chris, do you know if it's going to be a white Christmas for you? I can guarantee you it won't be. <laughs> Maybe a wet Christmas. New Zealand has this habit of raining on Christmas. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So if you're dreaming of the of white Christmas and you're in the States, uh, Noah... Uh, which is short for? Oh, so not the dude from the Bible? No, no. Oh. This is the. I was wondering what he had to do with snow. <laughs> now his rain. If you if you see him watching. Oh yeah, rain. he did flooding, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, the North American. I don't know. National weather something. Oh, that's terrible. Um, they've put together a white Christmas map with a nice little Esri Esri map. Yeah, there's a there's a few, and basically, the, it, what the uh, what the map will do will tell you what the likelihood of it is that you know it will snow where you are, uh, and yeah. it's based on uh, historical um, weather data. Yes, um, and so you know, I've I've clicked on as our favourite postcode nine zero two one zero. Highly Hills. unlikely to ever get snow. Um, but what about Redlands, Chris? Well, uh, up in the mountains, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, possibly, possibly, no. No? Oh. No, Redlands has never had snow. Really? Uh, for Christmas. It's just not trying hard enough. Uh, but you're, you're kind of right about um, San Bernardino, which is just just up the hill from Redlands. Yeah. That had a first snow of November 14th, so there's a good chance. So if you um, that was first snow was, it, it seems as though that there's a few of these kind of first snow of the year or likely to get snow, uh, you know, websites out there. So there's uh, the one that you mentioned from Noah. There's uh, AccuWeather. They also have uh, have done something similar, um, and uh, again, again, just for the states. Um, but that's <laughs> quite interesting. Just understanding how they've done it. Uh, and then who else have we got? Um, oh no, it's, it's, sorry, it's just just those two. I thought it was a third one there. Two. Yeah, no, but the, you can see I like the um, the Noah one. You can kind of it, it actually tells you the the by color the chance of you getting snow on on Christmas Day. And uh, the uh, sorry, the National um, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Ah yes, Noah. Um. That yeah, in the in the south, um, above Florida, you've got a good chance. But if you're too much in the south of what do you call that, the uh, hills, it's probably all flats. It's it's actually going to usually snows too late for you. Um, and then there's other parts like Wyoming and South Dakota, Colorado, where it's already been snowing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're already snowed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But uh, you're not dreaming of a white Christmas. You're just hoping it's going to end soon. 
It's going to happen. You're going to make it through Christmas. You know? <laughs> Although you're probably prepared. Let's be honest. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I once did um, New Year's in in Norway, which was completely fascinating because it had been snowing since September. Yeah. Um, but I think my wife and I were the only two fascinated people by snow <laughs> in the country. Everyone else was so sick of it. What is it? The Norwegians have got a thousand words for snow or a hundred words for snow, or is it not the one Norwegians and it might not be snow? But it's definitely a story like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. But. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, from snow to... Spatial news. The Cassini Globe, Chris. Yeah, so I mean, this is this is. I mean, it's a wonderful festive story by uh, well, um, friend uh, of the yeah. show, John Nelson. Yeah, John Nelson um, from Esri, um, make this Cassini globe ornament, please. Uh, and basically, it's using ArcGIS Pro to make a kind of a well, a, a globe um, Christmas decoration. Yeah, so he's given you the cutouts. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you need to use Arc Pro if he's given you the cutouts? He hasn't given you the cutouts. At the top he's of the just story. Get, he's, telling, he's telling you how to do it. He, you, yeah, he's just designing how you need to do it in Pro. <laughs> right. And then you print it out and then you stick it together. It's actually quite a little um, good tutorial on, on how to use Pro. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I do think he's got a very good printer. Um, I like the fact uh, the subtitle here is GIS Nerd Fun, which kind of sums up the story, right? <laughs> Can't normal GIS people have fun, or is it only the GIS nerds? Oh, I don't think it matters. I think everybody can, you know, have fun. But it does look like a rather, you know, happy, uh, you know, printed globe that you can hang in your own tree. Yeah, and a useful way of... Actually, you could do this in work time, couldn't you, is just um, training on ArcPro. Oh, I, I mean, definitely. I think, actually, you could probably put it down your, you know, your um, personal development plan. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is proper hardcore training. Because you yeah. never know when you're going to need to make a Christmas decoration for the CEO, right? Well, I think it's more that you know the Cassini uh, Cassini projection is is more useful than than pe- people uh, use it for. Make use of it. Yeah, I, I certainly think there's probably not that many people who've who've gone. I know Christmas globe, you know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. it's a good little story. Nice graphics, I agree. And yes, probably a, uh, a higher quality printer than most of us uh, have <laughs> access to. Yes. Um, and that is the news, Chris. Wonderful, Mark. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah. What we really need is, is for our, our um, intrepid, our devoted listeners to um, send in more news items. Or, or topics and thoughts because it is just getting a little bit dry. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's global warming or what. I think, I think it's global pandemic. Dam- pandemic, it? definitely. Yeah, just a you know a slight lack of um of news of new things. Well, let's just jump forward from news to the what's become almost uh, tradition uh, is uh, mapping Christmas gifts that we tell you. Um, a little bit too late for you to actually do anything about it. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're slightly earlier. You, you've got 10 days. You might get this on some of this stuff on Amazon. We've, we've tried to do uh, mostly Amazon stuff. Yeah. Um, um, Shall we just play the... Topic of the week. Yeah, well, Chris and Mark scour the internet so you don't have to to find you 
gifts you probably shouldn't buy your loved ones. Yeah, I think that sums it up nicely. <laughs> and, and we've been scouring hard. I mean, normally, Chris, it's whiskey glasses or ice cubes in the shape of, of globes. Um, what else have we done? We've done underwear, swimsuits. But but here we've we've chosen some real crackers, um, and not Christmas crackers either. Unfortunately, no. Actually, that would be quite good. Imagine you know, and had a globe, Christmas cracker, and you pulled it apart like on a fault line. That would be good. Someone should make that for next year. Yeah, um, but just but you, yeah. These aren't these aren't that good. Um, well, should we start? Should we start at the top, Mark? Yeah, start with with one of the worst items you could get anyone this year. <laughs> oh, we've got a few of those. Uh, anyway, I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you stop. Yeah, uh, a um, hundred places scratch-off poster from UncommonGoods.com. So this is this is your hundred places bucket list. So places that uh, you know you should try and visit. Which we all, um, things like I'm um, just having a look here. Uh, Statue of Liberty, Colosseum in Rome. Yeah. Um, no. What else have we got here? Uh, actually, I can't recognise. Oh, Stonehenge. Um, Cappadocia, Grand Canyon. Basically, all the places that you can't actually go to at the moment. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, And just how depressing the whole world isn't really travelling to see these things anymore. Yeah, it is Um, a shame. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I suppose if you you just want to dream big and, 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 you know, make plans for when this is all over. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could use this, but um, yeah, <laughs> is it better than socks? Well, it's, it's a, the quiz question. Is it better than socks, Chris? Uh, I reckon if you if you've already travelled, this could be a kind of how many places have we travelled to already? Yep, or, or one of those talking pieces. Remember when people come over? Remember when we could travel? Well, this is where we went. Yeah. Because um, you can get this. There's another one I saw where you can actually scratch off the country. It's like a oh yeah, yeah, yeah a world map. Yeah. You can scratch off the countries that you've been to. Do you know? Actually, looking at this, I could do a, um, you know, Great Barrier Reef. Yep, tick. Been there. Stonehenge. Well, you know, I was um, conceived Born on the there. altar. St- no, uh, Grand Canyon. I've driven past it. Uh, Statue of Liberty. Done that. Colosseum. Done that. You know, uh, Mount. Don't know what that says. Uh, I've been to a few. Yes, but so is this better than socks, Chris? Say that again, my headphones fell off. <laughs> is this better than socks? No. No. Okay. Right, on to the next one. Again, custom uh what is it? Uncommongoods.com, but others are available. Oh, these are see, yeah. These aren't too bad, maybe. <laughs> um custom map cufflinks yes and what they've done is they've got an old map and they've cut circles out of it and then put a dollop of some sort of plastic coating on it and stuck a cufflink thing to the other end i'm really selling it you're not you're 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 really not selling it i actually would wear these um if i sorry it's some sort of pewter metal at the back yeah i think they're quite nice um, and you get to um, specify, if you'd like, a particular location, and then your cufflinks will be a little map of that location. Yeah, I mean, looking at the price, Chris, um, 190 to 211 New Zealand dollars, um, other currencies are available. It's not cheap. It's not cheap, but a decent set of cufflinks, Mark, you know. 
they you know that, that express something special about your own location i you know oops just dropped my microphone sorry um i would say these are better than socks i would agree with you actually that um yeah i'm a, i might sound just discouraging about them but they're better than socks they are better than socks okay moving on on to the next one yeah uh on to etsy.com etsy etsy whatever uh christmas bauble cost custom map message bottles personalized map in a bottle chris yes and so now the thing that annoys me most about this other than it's just generally like yeah um (laughs) it's it says keepsake gift for him Ah, yes. And now we've seen this a couple of times whilst we've been researching here. It's like women can't do maps. No, no. We, this is where I disagree, Chris. I think this is this is smart. Going, if if you have a woman, keep her by not buying her this present. Well, that's a different matter, right? But I just, I, I, I just, I'm not liking the, it's a map, it's a gift for him. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that, that uh, maps are for everyone. Not just for Christmas and or hymns. Um, yeah, but yeah. So someone's stuffed maps in little bottles. Well, you know, you say. You, I mean, little bottles. They remind me of little specimen jars. <laughs> you know, when the doctor up. said, uh, "Can you fill this up?" and you're going, "What from here?" <laughs> no, you know. Um, yeah, no. Move on. Oh, well, I, I like the photo, uh, but not better than socks. No, not better than socks. Right, now we have our favourite, Chris. Uh, yes. This socks. is the no, Fuzao floating globe. And and it's just so hard to describe this. It It's like the letter C, a big letter C. And then you've got a floating globe in between the letter C and the ends of it. So it's basically, yeah, the... Anti-gravity. I'm not quite sure. Well, no, keep anyway. going. Anti-gravity magnetic levitation. Rotating world map for children. Gift home set office desk decoration in brackets gold. Um, <laughs> oh. I, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, no. There's, there's a few things. We saw this was horrendous. And then we there's a few of them on Amazon. This is Amazon.com. Uh, just just Google uh, well, Amazon.com floating globe. There's quite a few. There's a there's white ones. There's black ones. There's gold globes. There's white globes. Well, uh, coloured LED lighting, C-shaped anti-grav. Yeah, I mean yeah. LEDs. Uh, you know, it's uh, uh, if you can imagine, listeners, which I'm sure you all can because you're very yeah bright people. Um, one of those you know magnetic floaty globey things, um, but presented in such a way that you would you would. Well, you'd have to be drunk, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, that's a little bit unfair. I think you'd just have to be desperate. Um, well, I it's quite it, big. It's it's um, it's six point eight one inches high, which is about twenty centimeters. You know, that's not small. Uh, it requires to be plugged in, so it's not very portable. Um, but but the highlight of this, Chris, the absolute highlight is. No, photoshopped okay. image. Oh, the fo- yes. Sorry, so I, I should be paying more attention, but um, we, I've just started reading the reviews. Oh, the, the reviews are brilliant, but yeah, they they don't have any actual photos of it in a normal setting. What they've done is taken 
um, you know, what is that? I stock and st stock standard photos, and then photoshopped poorly. I don't think they're using Paint.net or Adobe Photoshop. I think it's just I think they might be using Paint, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and put it on top of the image. Um, and so, you know, people who are meant to be holding it, their hands have disappeared. Um, but they have stuck to the um, stuck to the mantra, Chris, that there are no photos of women enjoying this. And I think that's just because you shouldn't think about giving this to your woman. Bought it as a gift. It's cool. But all uh, it's cool and all. But when spinning it, spinning it, I thought it would be a lot smoother. It kind of wobbly and can sometimes get stuck on the top magnetic part. I mean, that's a great um, review yeah. by Artemis. Oh, here's a four star one. Basically, says the globe itself is about the size of a baseball. Just worried if the power goes out, the globe will fall and they'll never get it back from the dog. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go, I mean, just have a laugh on Amazon and be glad. Amazon has got a whole bunch of stuff you just never need to buy. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to um, actually some, some cool things, right? So, oh, sorry, um, we didn't do the socks on the globe. Better or worse? Socks. Uh, yes, so much socks. I, do you know, I could actually, actually put my socks in the middle of a you know table as something more interesting. Well, yeah. Or even one sock would be better. <laughs> Not that my useful, socks aren't anti-magnetic, levity, levity, le, sorry, levitation <laughs> socks though. But maybe uh, that's the next thing. But one sock would have been, at least I could make a puppet out of it and amuse myself. That's true. <laughs> right, now onto the good presents, Chris. So firstly, a shout out for uh, Stanford. So Stanford's is a uh, shop in London. I think they've got another shop somewhere else, but I can't remember where. Yep, established 1853, Chris. Yes, um, and I remember going to the uh, opening. Um, <laughs> so Stanford is a map shop. All it sells is maps and, and stuff related to maps. So it's awesome. So if you are ever in London around Covent Garden, you have to go to Stanford's because it's kind of, it's one of those things that um, I would get lost in for hours. And, and the good thing is they don't discriminate. Uh, they just have maps for people if you're for people a person, yes yep yes maps for you so i actually got this book potentially last year from <laughs> it might be my birthday i can't remember anyway. still waiting for the book review yeah uh the prisoners of geography 10 maps that tell you everything you need to know about global politics it's a really yes. popular book uh uh written by a guy called tim marshall who's uh well he he's uh, he's written similar books i think he's um uh he was a um TV journalist, maybe. Can't quite remember. Anyway, it's a really good book, basically telling you uh, about how geography has affected the outcome of, you know, various countries. Why is Russia like Russia? Why is the, you know... Yeah, um, and by geography, you're kind of meaning the natural landscape. Yeah, more physical geography than anything else. Yeah. But um, a very easy, you know, nice, uh, interesting read. Certainly learned a few things that I hadn't really thought about before. Little disappointed that they haven't bothered with Oceania, but, you know, the, the, you know, uh, yeah. what are you going to say? The sea gets in the way, so, um, you know. Oh, no, I mean, you could... Uh, Australia's invaded... Oh, no, they haven't. No. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so definitely recommend the book. Really... Well, Good read, and also recommend Stanford's. I also, it's only 10 quid, oh, Chris. Yes, I know. 
It's 20 New Zealand dollars. I mean, it actually, I mentioned shipping's a little bit more. Well, you'll get it on something over here or somewhere. Anyway, yeah. well worth looking at. It'll be on Amazon. Um, the one I found on Stanford's, mm-hmm. I really liked. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't that one. It was this one. It was Nowhere Lands, an atlas of vanished countries. Oh, fantastic. So, Chris, do you know where uh, Biafra was? New Brunswick? Nope. The Burn. Tanu nope. Tova. Tuva. Or Inini. Did that sink? <laughs> Atlantis. Uh, East Karelia. No, none of these weeks. places um, ring any bells. all the countries that no longer exist. So, or stories of 50 countries, not all of them, sorry. 50 countries that one exist, once existed, but have now been erased from maps. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. I do like those kind of maps, uh, those kind of books, to be honest. Um, where, where have they gone? They've been erased off the map and, you know... It's a bit like New Zealand often gets erased off the world map, right? But we're still here. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the countries have actually disappeared. Although some... some well, I certainly didn't recognise any of the ones you just mentioned. <laughs> no. Uh, but that one is £17. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that looks actually really interesting. Uh, and the other one, again, from Stanford was uh, The Phantom Atlas, The Greatest Myths, Lies and Blunders on Maps. Yeah, kind of like how to lie with maps, but but different. And it was highly recommended by Andrew Marr, who, um, if anybody's wondering who Andrew Marr is, he's a very famous uh, BBC political reporter, Andrew Marr. Okay. Hmm. If, if basically, if he says it's highly recommended, you know, he's from the BBC, so he knows what he's talking about, uh, and he's Andrew Marr, so, you know. Yeah, so this is about uh, it's it's not as the world as it existed, but as the world as it's been imagined. So non-existent mm. islands, invented mountain ranges, mythical civilizations like New Zealand. <laughs> um, so yeah, all kind of true stories, um, true stories about falsehoods. Okay, yeah, I like him. Oh. Um, yeah, a few charlatans, such as uh, Gregor MacGregor, a Scottish explorer who returned to London to sell shares in land he had discovered in South America. He didn't uh, discover South America, clearly. Yeah. Um, but once that... Yeah, so basically he was trying to sell land to um, an unspoiled paradise. Ah, oh, well. Uh, but yeah, he's just making money. Um, but yeah, so have a look at Stanford's... Um, you know, if you're in lockdown or you're heading to lockdown, you're thinking, I need some books to get me through, they'll probably send them to you. Okay, now finally, uh, you know, if you've oh, got if you've got kids... Sorry, you can those books, Chris, better than socks? Oh, yeah, I yeah. like a good book. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so finally, if, if, if you have kids, uh, young kids, and you want to uh, get them engaged in um, your area of work early, so, you know, mapping and so forth... Uh, we have on Mac Amazon. Pro. Say again. Teach the Mac Pro. Yeah, mm. uh, we have Little Experimenter Talking Globe, <laughs> interactive globe for kids learning with smart pen, educational world globe for children with interact. Do they just put really long titles yes. on? So yes, you'll be searching. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, this looks horrendous. It does. 
<laughs> it's it's it this is that if you want to be the annoying uncle and buy uh buy your brother or sister something that their kids are going to play with and make a lot of noise from um and just clutter up your house then this is this is the present for you to give to others yeah this is the kind of thing that um my mother-in-law would get for my kids and one it would be broken probably within the first few days well you imagine uh, your boys aren't aren't great at sharing oh no they're fine they just you know um i think it's it, it's more that if you have to press something kind of pointy into a globe you're going to push <laughs> it through the globe aren't you yeah so it's just they call it a pen smart pen but it's it's like the size of a drink bottle um and you you put it onto the globe and the pen will tell you oh no the sorry the globe will tell you what country you have put the pen on no the pen will tell you oh is it the pen that speaks yeah it? it's got a speaker at the top there ah i mean, it, it, it's a i'm gonna say it, it's it's a rather phallic looking <laughs> it's a pen chris I mean. yeah i know but anyway um this is like a uh a 3D kind of what is the identify tool, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I imagine once you've clicked on every country, you can't add a new layer. It it probably gets you know. Well, it, it does name the states individually. Does it? Um. Yeah, I mean, there's some. I mean, it's sixty four percent of people have given it five stars. Okay. Choking hazard, small parts, not for children under three years. Uh, globe is not sturdy enough. Um, yeah, I I think, I mean, with our children, we actually played, um, oh, what's that? Um, you know, we put the cards out and you've got to match pairs, hidden pairs. Snap? No, no, and like you put them in a square of 25. Or 10 no, by 10. don't know. Uh, does it have a screen memory that's oh okay yeah we did that with flags um and that actually was really effective and fun and my daughter always bet everyone she played there 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 have been a few other globes that we we've decided not to to put in but there's been a few other globes with um using uh, uh augmented reality so scan your phone over the globe and you know it it's like it's like the pen but you know Using your phone. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Better than socks? I no. think my kids would probably prefer the socks. Yeah. Not the worst present we've reviewed. The plastic stand was cheap and light. The globe was made cheaply too. The screw to hold the globe broke and we could not get it back together. The facts using the pen was cool, but this product is not worth the money. <laughs> well, it is $84.99. Um, I mean, it was on sale. It's, it's it was ninety nine dollars ninety nine. Um, so yeah, not the greatest Christmas present. So we've kind of helped and hindered there. Um, <laughs> we've given you a few gifts for people you don't really like that much. I mean, you know, if uh, I reckon if there was somebody who you were kind of, you know, you wanted to. You wanted to give them a gift that you know they wouldn't like, but but you know it's it's like the floating globe, the magnetic levitation globe, right? Yeah, you, know, you give that to somebody, 
what are they going to do? Like, because they're going to have to, you know, if you go around, they're going to have to have it out, aren't they? Otherwise, they'll not. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the fun you could have with that. It's the type of thing where you, um, you, yeah, you'd buy for the office Christmas present, swap around. Um, and then you just watch with glee as people have to take stuff home. Although I had yeah, a work colleague. If you can get that cheap enough, I reckon that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I had a work colleague who, who just took the present he was given, didn't unwrap it, put it in his desk. And left it for the year, and then gave it back next year. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> well, that's not quite the Christmas spirit, is it, Mark? Uh No, but it's very efficient. That's well, true, true. <laughs> Until one year, we decided he told him he should actually open it, and it turned out to be beer, and he was quite happy. Um, but yeah, well, so Mark, I think um, generally, Chris, uh, you know, if you're th- for the mapper in your life, Stanford's is a good choice. Books. Yeah. Yeah, next time you're in London, yeah, I mean, if you're allowed to travel, go yeah. to Stanford's. Well, yeah, go to Stanford's. Don't buy cheap, crappy stuff. Uh, which will be my motto for uh, for this Christmas, that's for sure. Yeah, and mine, and mine. <laughs> yeah, and that is it, Chris. That's our yeah. Christmas special. Back next year with, um, well, slightly more well, planning, hopefully. More planning, more time. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, yeah, but do keep um, keep your well, keep sending us emails. We really do appreciate reading them. Um, and if you've got some yeah funny, funny mapping related uh, photos, or you get some crappy presents for Christmas, or you get some good presents for Christmas, uh, drop us a line at geodorable.com. Pictures of socks, Actually, very welcome. Geodorable.com or geodorable at gmail.com. Um. Yeah, drop us a line there and just, just, you know, spread some Christmas cheer. Some Indeed. geographic Christmas cheer. And with that, uh, yeah, goodbye. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Season's greetings. Yes, and um, don't eat too much. Ooh, that one. <laughs>